Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married 19 years and have seen the fruit in raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from the faith by age 18, and it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in a fallen world. Welcome to the Courageous Parenting Podcast. I'm Isaac Tolpin, and I've got my beautiful bride. Hi, guys. Angie Tolpin. So we're talking about today an important topic, which is how to raise kids that respect their parents. Mm -hmm. This is a big problem today, isn't it? Oh, yeah. If you ask any of the older generation what is the biggest problem they see with kids, they'll say respect. So you don't want that coming from your household. Your household should be a light, Mm -hmm. right? Our home should be the embassy where we're ambassadors for Christ, as my good friend Greg Harris would say, right? So this is exciting. And you know what? A lot of times people use words like terrible twos or whoa, look out for the teenage years and things like that. We don't have to have bad expectations like that. Do not adopt bad expectations from other people, but you do have to do something differently. And some of what we teach today will help you with having Mm -hmm. respectful Mm -hmm. kids as young as two that grows them into the teenage years of being very respectful in honoring you. In fact, we're gonna kick it off with a scripture real quick from the Old Testament, right in the near the beginning of the Bible, Exodus uh, 2012. Okay, you should teach this to your kids. Honor your father and mother, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So honoring your parents is a commandment from God. And so we want to do the right things so your mm-hmm. children can obey God. That's right. And one thing that comes to my mind is that we need to be teaching our kids all of these scriptures. Otherwise, it's unrealistic for us to have the expectations that they would be able to know what God's word says if we're not teaching it to them. Right, Isaac? Absolutely. So as we're going through the podcast, make sure that you're able to take some notes and jot down the scriptures that we cover today. Absolutely. And our promise to you in every episode is to give our absolute best and give you what we feel God is pressing upon our hearts to deliver to you to be able to equip confident Christian kids Mm. in a fallen world. And that is the purpose and our mission to impact 1 million families and their legacies. You're an important part of that. We are so encouraged over, we're approaching 200 uh, five-star ratings. Oh, that's exciting. I didn't even know that. 53 (laughs) incredible comments. We read all of them. And I just thank you so much. And I would just ask that if you haven't done that yet, do it because um, we want to get in the new and noteworthy section so that more people can see uh, this podcast and be impacted by it to mm-hmm. fill the mission. It's not for our glory. It's for God's glory. And he's doing something here. It's exciting. Yeah. And it's for the equipping of the saints. You know, we mentioned this in the last podcast too, that, it, you know, parenting is something that you're doing side by side with a bunch of other people who are also in the same season of life as you. And so if you want to be surrounded by people who are like-minded and are purposefully parenting on topics like obedience, like we covered in the last podcast and respect that we're going to cover in this one, then sharing it is actually going to benefit you and your children so absolutely and one of the things i've noticed so far this is our fourth episode is we give more practical tips the longer we go in the podcast Mm -hmm. now our goal is to stick within the around the 30 minute mark but 
hang with us because I it really appears as I've re-listened to them and as yes. we're getting feedback, the guts and the really good stuff is in the second half. Although I think all of it's uh, going really well. So, For sure. So that's important. One thing I want to start doing, and you should expect this from us, is to give you other resources beyond what we're putting out mm-hmm. that we trust and believe in. And we were just out with our good friends, Aaron and Jennifer Smith, last night for dinner. We had a fabulous time. Yeah. It, and they have a podcast. They have a podcast, um, Marriage After God. So go subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Share it. It is worthy. And the reason we're also talking about them is because they have young kids and they are doing a great job at training their kids to respect them, mm-hmm. which has to do with today's episode. That's right. So I also wanted to just talk to you guys for a moment about what are the ways that your children are disrespectful. Um, In the last few episodes, we've mentioned the power of words and using a a biblical vocabulary and respect and honor. Those are part of a biblical vocabulary. And so if you are not using those words with your kids in your home every day throughout the day, I would highly encourage you to start doing that. But let me give you some examples of ways that maybe your children could be disrespectful just to get this out there. So I don't know if you've ever experienced where you're talking to your children or you're talking maybe to your husband or one of your other kids and off in the distance you see one of your other kids roll their eyes towards what you're saying. Or maybe you notice them in a group of other kids and they roll their eyes. Or maybe you go on a field trip and you notice that your child or other children are rolling their eyes at the teacher, right? Rolling your eyes is just one example of disrespect. Another would be not obeying. Now, every time your child disobeys you, they are also being disrespectful. However, every time they are being disrespectful, does not mean that they are disobeying. And we'll get into that more later. But disobedience is one way that they are being disrespectful. Um, But like I said before, it's important that you teach your children what God's word says regarding this because they may not even know that God's word commands them to obey. So if that's something that they don't even know and so they're disobeying you and they're being disrespectful and they're disobeying God's word, it's actually not as much their fault if they're, you know, of not reading age. It's parents' fault, which is what we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, so important. So the structure of today's is we have three keys to helping you gain respect from your kids and raise respectful kids, okay? So the first one is give respect to gain respect. Then we're gonna go into how to be the example, and the last mm. thing, really practical stuff, the communication side of it. So let's start with give, re, giving respect to gain respect. See, it's not something just because we're the parents, we automatically should be respected. Although that is true biblically, we read that, mm-hmm. but they are human beings. And so we also should show to, to be deserving of respect. And one of the ways we do that is we give respect first to our spouses. That's right. And so one of the verses that we wanted to talk about was in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. I have the New King James Version here. It says, Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. And this this specific verse, I just want to encourage you moms of younger children. We have Solomon just turned three years old, and this was actually his memory verse this mm-hmm. week. And he was able to memorize it. So if you have children that are talking that are two, um, then I would even start that verse with them when they're that age. Um, but this year, 
he just turned three a few weeks ago, and this was easy for him to do in a couple days. Yeah. Um, but this specific verse, what Isaac's referring to with giving respect to gain respect, we want to treat our children the way we would want to be treated. So this is a biblical thing. This is not just like a philosophy, mm-hmm. a parenting philosophy out there, because there are many. This is a biblical truth that God commands us to do in all of our relationships. Sometimes some people actually accidentally treat kids as subhumans, which meaning they mm. so they don't actually believe subconsciously that we should be treating them the same way we would want to be treated as adults. However, mm. they are wired the same way all humans are because they're human beings that God created. No, you're actually so funny because <laughs> we didn't even talk about this, but as you called them subhumans, I actually was starting to think of like the kingdom phylum genus species <laughs> order of things, you know, that you learn in science and stuff when you're older and how that is a huge mistake if we start treating our children like they're less human than we and, are and what because did Jesus, we're adults. What did Jesus show as example? Be like the children in terms of their faith. And he said, let the little children come unto me. And he rebuked the disciples when they said, no, 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 don't bother him. And so it's really important that we are treating our children the way we would want to be treated because we are their model. So right? give respect to gain mm-hmm. respect. And along those lines, we're going to be in Ephesians 5.33. And that says, nevertheless, let each one of you in particular uh, so love his own wife as himself. And let the wife see that she respects her husband. That's a really good verse. Now, I know I that, that a verse. lot of marriages are probably may struggle <laughs> with this, but this is a huge thing for our kids because if we're expecting our kids to respect our husband, respect us, but we don't show respect to our husband, it's actually going to be a lot harder for our kids to respect them. So I need to show the example to my kids of what it looks like to respect my wife and they will likely respect their mom in a similar fashion mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. need- same it's the same if i'm not showing respect to my husband then my children will likely struggle with showing respect to him as well and we're and not so- perfect at this we're not perfect at this but we nope. are striving yeah. To become great at this. And we've actually, this is something we've been striving towards our whole marriage. Yes. I mean, there have been many times where like as a mom or a homemaker, actually, it's more as a homemaker where I will be like um, racing around trying to clean. And years ago, I struggled with this more than I do now. Um, but just under my breath, having that mumbling of, oh, these socks on the floor or whatever it is. And that I caught, I started to catch myself because I realized that in my, in my spirit, I was being disrespectful to my husband. And it's not just our words. Yes, we want our children to be respectful with their words, but the Bible also says that what is in our hearts comes out of our mouths. Yeah. And God knows what's in our hearts. He knows what's in our mind, mm-hmm. even before we say it. And what we want to be training our children in is that they would truly respect us to where they're not even tempted to say the disrespectful thing. Absolutely. Another key under give respect to gain respect is give your children responsibility increasingly so as they get older Mm -hmm. you are the judges of when they can handle things but from our experience they can handle more than we believe they're ready for and kids rise to the level of responsibility you give them within safety and precaution okay and so once you give them responsibility and you've taught them the way to do it Mm -hmm. let them do it 
even if they make mistakes. You don't want to be a micromanaging leader with your kids because that's not showing respect for them. Just like in the workplace, if you've been in the workplace, you don't like people micromanaging you. It feels disrespectful. It feels disrespectful. Like, yeah. oh, you don't believe in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And kids feel the same way. Oh, they totally do. So imagine if you were, I'll just use an example of um, cooking in the kitchen mm-hmm. and teaching the kids how some of the first things that we have, that I've done with the kids when they were little is when they're two or three years old, I'll give them a, um, like a kid's knife that would come in a kid's set that's plastic. And I'll say, hey, you can cut olives or mushrooms or whatever it is for that meal. And they can sit and they can start chopping them and they feel really big and really powerful, even though they have a plastic knife and they are taught not to use other knives. But if I'm standing over them and I'm constantly like oh you're not doing it right that one's too big that one's too small it's they're not going to want to do it again yeah we want to be empowering our kids and entrusting to them responsibilities where they're actually contributing to the family because then they feel respected like they have a place and poor leaders aren't patient and it takes patience to be a great leader I know I just said the same thing but it's important and as a great parent you need to have patience, otherwise you're not gonna give them responsibility because you could do it way faster. But then you're not showing respect to your kids. And then when you give it to them, you mess it all up mm-hmm. by diving in, overprotecting them, micromanaging them, and they leave the experience maybe with a little bit of a torn relationship with you. Yeah, possibly. Possibly, so it's really important. And we must see beyond their existing behavior. See, one a key par- parenting leadership skill is to not just look at their behavior, but see a vision for your child beyond their current behavior Mm -hmm. and let them rise to the level of respect you give them, even if they're not currently deserving of it. See, parents that wait to give respect until their kids have shown they deserve it aren't gonna have as respectful kids as fast as the parent that gives respect before they deserve it and they rise to it. It's very counterintuitive, but this is an incredible thing in parenting. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna talk about discipline later on, but another aspect of this giving respect to gain respect, it can also be um, in regards to when you need to correct your child or you need to um, have a conversation with them, you need to be really careful not to embarrass your children in front of their friends or in front of their grandparents or even in front of their siblings. Yeah. So when it, when you are in a situation where you need to talk to them, you need to say, hey, can I talk to you in the other room and take them aside? I've seen so many kids um, become um, just exasperated because their parents are provoking an emotional response in their children by shaming them when Mm -hmm. they discipline them in front of other people. Now, if there's something dangerous, let's say they're not listening in the parking lot, right? And you're like, get over here! And you quickly want your seven or eight-year-old to come back over near where you are because they're gonna get hit by a car. That's different. But if they're in a situation where they have a play date and there's a bunch of kids around and you see them doing something that they shouldn't do, you are showing respect to your child by protecting their reputation and having them come away from the group so that you can tell them, hey, you know what, you need to be better at sharing or what, how you handled that situation was not good. You need to go and apologize to them. And honestly, it's, it, it is brought back to you. They will respect you in the same kind of way 
publicly as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to take a, a pause real quick. One of the things we're going to talk about just briefly is our Courageous Parenting Mentor Program. Now, these podcasts uh, take a lot of work to put together, and we're putting a lot of energy into them. And a lot of podcasts will have advertisements for other companies and so forth. What we're talking about here is the way we're funding this and the ministry and the movement that we're part of here and you're part of, which is creating an experience where you're not only hearing knowledge, but you're going through a process of having the exact information you need on a weekly basis mm -hmm. for six weeks that with automated videos of Angie and I teaching you the process to a biblical parenting model that you can directly implement and create that legacy you want with the live component of actually interacting with us live with other people going through the same mentoring program uh, and having Q&A several times and weekly text messages mm -hmm. from us mm -hmm. that are personal. Uh, you can text back and we'll respond. Yeah. A real proven mentorship program for six weeks. It's at CourageousParenting.com. And I just wanted to put a little plug for that because it starts on January 28th. It is self-paced though. And the lives, if you can't make it, we will record those and give them back to you. But we're so excited for this. We already have people registering. If you want to be part of that and get one of those seats, go to CourageousParenting.com. And uh, now we're going to go back into it. But one last thing is there's other ways you can help fund the projects and things we're doing for the glory of God, which is uh, CourageousMom.com. Uh, CourageousMom.com. You've got you know, courses, books, yep. and things like that. So There's all kinds of things. You can just go to the shop there. There's a little tab on the top of the website. Postpartum, birth, uh, you know, comparison trap women, stuff like that. So good stuff. So, hey, uh, point two is, Angie? Being the example. And we talked a little bit about this regarding marriage, right? So if we want our kids to respect us and respect our spouse, then we need to show respect to our spouse. One aspect of that, though, that I think that is important to remember is that when you're disrespectful to your spouse, your kids will actually respect you less also. Mm. So if you want your kids to respect you, then you need to respect your spouse, okay? Um, but that's just one way that you can be an example. And we're going to talk about some other ways of being the example. So do you respect yourself? Oh, that's it's a, tough a one. huge one. That's huge. I mean, I, I know it takes some thinking for a second. No, do you really respect yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you show that? Do you respect yourself to the level of how God views you? You are perfectly created for important purposes in this world. And you are meant to do great things. And those great things might be parenting your kids and taking care of your home might be providing for your family in a meaningful way and creating disciples and sharing the gospel you know this and is so important because honestly your kids are not going to be respecting themselves if you don't respect yourself which so is this whole being example it's right huge so what does your lifestyle look like what does your confidence look like where is your identity found is it found in god or things habits are your habits revealing that you have respect for yourself, like taking care of yourself, taking care of the things that you have, right? And the reason why we're talking about this specifically is because if a child doesn't respect themselves, then they're going to have a hard time respecting other people. So we want to be the example of that. And then the question becomes, how do you instill that level of respect in your kids to where they respect themselves? What are your thoughts on that? 
How do you respect yourself enough? How do you, how do you get your kids respecting themselves? Well, I when I think of that, the first thing that comes to my mind is just like even hygiene habits and taking care of themselves and um, not being too shy in a classroom. Now, some of that is personality, right? Mm-hmm. Like if they're in a classroom setting or they're with friends, um, being able to stand up and, and lead, right? Um, but one thing that I think of just for teenage girls, for example, is modesty and purity, Mm. right? Like you can tell if a girl has respect for herself based upon how she carries herself and how she, um, it, how she dresses in front of other people. Right. And so that's a huge one. And helping them know their identity in Christ at a young age. Mm -hmm. And the things I just said about you, you were perfectly created, unique, and for great purposes in this world. Do you bathe your kids in those words? Do you pray with them at night from a very young age that mm-hmm. God has big important plans for your life? He made you for important reasons. He loves you. Do they have a healthy respect for themselves in a very biblical way? Right, which is going to take getting into the word with your kids and teaching them scripture verses like Matthew seven twelve, and and then holding them accountable to it and bringing that up over and over and over and over again right yeah like for example when your kids aren't sharing to say hey do to others as you would have them do to you do you want other people ripping the little toy away <laughs> oh no how would you feel oh then you need to go and show respect to your friend and give that toy back and share that's that's what it would look like at the two three four year old level then when they're older it it's something like when you have a birthday party or you're having a hangout and that your child, you what you want to see cultivated over the years is that by the time they're 10, 11, 12, they're sensitive to the needs of other people, right? Yep. That's when you start seeing respect played out in your child's life is when your 12-year-old says, well, I really want to have this friend over, but I don't want to hurt so-and-so's feelings. Do you see how there's a respect for the other person in that? This is character building stuff. And insecure people treat other people poorly. Are you creating confident Christian kids? Are you creating insecure Christian kids? Mm -hmm. And this is all about creating confident Christian kids. Because what kind of kids are going to launch from your home and stand up against the schemes of the the culture and the enemy? Mm -hmm. And it plays out the rest of their life, right? Like, you know when we're we're talking about you just mentioned launching your children out into the world and i'm thinking well then they're they're young adults mm-hmm. and then they are adults and then they're raising children and if they don't respect themselves then they're going to potentially be in some really sour relationships that yeah. could be harmful for them yeah. right like relation you know um just relationships and that's sad because you don't want to see your children suffer harm no but if they don't respect themselves then they're unlikely to choose friends who are going to respect them we attract what kind of we believe we are don't we we do and the bible actually talks about that in proverbs a lot but i think that it's really important that we realize that this whole topic of respect and honor of ourselves and of other people is so foundational to the character of our children, but those children are going to grow up and be adults the rest of their life, and it's going to be played out in all of their relationships towards you, yeah. towards their children, towards their spouse, towards co-workers, tor- towards business partners, towards yeah. um, their leaders in the church, everyone. And so this actually impacts society on a huge level. It's huge. So let's get into some really good practical stuff. 
I know we've gone practical already, but this is gonna be good. So the communication aspects of creating respect in your kids. Okay, I'm gonna read a verse first of all. It's in James 3, uh, five through six. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell. I know we're starting this section with some intense scripture right there. Right. But this is not um, this is not for the faint-hearted. This is like doing some serious work that God wants us to do, that he's put in our jurisdiction, our children, and we want to make sure the words that come out of our mouths have been thought thoughtful before we give them, and we know that we're either speaking life or death mm -hmm. into our kids, and we've talked about that in previous episodes. Mm -hmm. But what's really important is communication, and that's this third point. And so the first thing is we must understand the uniqueness in how God made our children. We have eight children, and every single one of them is unbelievably different. And I'm so glad people see that. Right. Because there, oftentimes what parents will do, and we've made this mistake at times, but they will warp their children away from how God made them by expecting them mm -hmm. and showing love only in the ways that are like how God made us. Right, which is how people can misunderstand that scripture that we went over earlier, do to others as you would have them do unto you. That's a, a lot of times people misunderstand the golden rule. If you truly, truly know someone and you know that they're wired differently or that they think they feel valued in a different way than maybe you feel valued, yep. right? If you want other people to value you the way you feel valued, then you're going to try to get to know those other people well enough to value them in a way that speaks love to them. So some people, it's like some kids, they love being touched and hugged and, you know, talking for long periods of time and very relational, right? Mm -hmm. And Oh, scratch my back. <laughs> will you play with my hair? Mom, will you do my hair? And things some like that. kids feel valued because you do things for them. And you like should. take them out on dates or yeah. um, even gifts, right? Yeah. And then other kids, they they really want the words. They need to hear from you that you words love them and they respect So lots respect of different them. ways. Yeah. And I, I would just encourage you to look for the uniqueness in your kids. Look for the differences where they're different than you and how God made them and their personality. And love those differences because what will happen is we tend in conflict, we will tend to not love those differences. And then we will force our kids to only show the aspects of them that are in alignment with who we are, which is not how it's supposed to be. Right. And that's how you can warp your kids. You warp your kids <laughs> as they get older. And what we want is strong, confident kids to mm -hmm. be truly who they are. And when we're authentically, truly who we are in our teenage years, we're not as likely to act out. Our identities sound in Christ right. and I mean, in yeah. how he made us. How many teenagers have you heard say things like, you don't know me or my parents don't know me, right? Or maybe you hear about um, from other people that have teenagers that they just don't seem to spend very much like leisure time or recreational yeah. time with their kids. Yep. They just see them like in passing um, or on weekends when they're cleaning and getting chores done or whatever. Well, you know what, guys? 
it doesn't actually have to be that way. No. In our house, we have five kids over 10. So we have experience in this area. And our family loves hanging out together. They do. And they struggle at times to have respect for each other because it's an ongoing training when they're in that age. But generally speaking, they do have respect for one another. And when we talk to them about it, they are quick to turn around and say they're sorry and to really apologize, which is so important. But I just want to encourage you guys that you do not need to have that kind of culture with your kids when they're older. In fact, it can really be a special We should be looking forward time. to the teenage years, but the things we're talking about are crucial. In the last couple of minutes here, really important stuff, is we're going to talk about you know, the importance of listening, discipline, and these things. So Angie, why don't you hit on those things real okay. quick? Okay, so we have another Bible verse in James. It's in chapter 1, verse 19, that says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of God does not produce, or the for the wrath does not produce the righteousness of God. Yep. And this is really, really important because if we are swift to hear, hearing is different than listening. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've personally learned from making the mistake mm. of not slowing down enough to where my kids felt like I was truly hearing them. Mm-hmm. I got, I became so good at multitasking. I don't know if you moms can relate to this. I became so good at multitasking that I would just keep doing what I was doing. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Nope. I'm listening to you. Uh-huh, <laughs> giving them acknowledgement responses, but that's not how all children want their parents to hear. They want the eye contact, <laughs> which is funny because as a mom, that's actually what I've taught them since the time they were really little. I've taught them to make eye contact with me because that's something that I value. Yes. And I know that they're more likely to hear me if we're making eye contact. So even like with our three-year-old, I get down on my knees and I have him put his hands on my cheeks and I say, listen to mama. And he listens really carefully. And that is truly the best communication that I have with the younger kids is when we're making eye contact. Absolutely. So in discipline, how does it work? Well, it's really important that I mentioned this a little bit earlier that when we are disciplining, we have respect for our kids and just the dignity and value Mm -hmm. of them as a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is always played out in how we discipline. Disrespect is something that has to be corrected. Mm Mm-hmm which is what the main thing we need to talk so to you about. So an eye roll, even an eye roll. Right. Eye rolls, disobedience. Um, the problem today is that a lot of parents don't actually view disrespect as a sin. Mm-hmm. And they don't view it as something that can be changed. Yeah. Right? Because I think deep down inside, parents know that the reason why their child is being so disrespectful is because it's a really big heart issue because yeah. their relationship isn't good. And if you want the truth out of your kids, because all kids lie at one point or another, okay? And if you want the truth from your kids, they're more likely to get real and honest with you if they're looking you in the eyes when they're very, very young. And so it's really important. I've seen Angie do this time and again. Of course, I do Mm -hmm. it too, but she's so good at it, is she'll literally hold their cheeks because they're looking down and look them straight in the eyes. And she gets right on their level. I get right on their level. We look them in the eyes Mm -hmm. and say, I love you. You don't talk to your mom that way. 
So do you see how this is like, if disrespect was to happen, like in our house, our kids know that it's not accepted. Yeah. Disrespect is a sin. We call it a sin. Yeah. And when we're disrespectful, even to like one another and how we talk to each other, sometimes we have to apologize in front of our kids for how we talk to each other. And um, I I just want to encourage you to be aware of how you're showing respect to your children, how you're showing respect to your spouse, but also like, are you quick to correct it? Are you Mm -hmm. willing to get into the nitty gritty of relationship work? with your kids because if they're struggling with disrespecting you it's because there is a relationship hurdle that needs Mm -hmm. to be addressed you need to engage your kids you need to chase after their heart you need to ask them how you could be a better mom or a better dad you need to really talk to them and ask them do you feel like you are respected that shows important respect. That's the hardest question you ever ask your kids, and we're about out of time, but we'll dive into that another time, which is asking that question, how am I doing as your father? How am I doing as mm-hmm. your mother? And it takes great leadership, it takes being a secure leader to be able to ask those questions. That's right. Well, hey, such a great time. Thanks for being here. I would love it if you shared this episode. We would love it. And right on iTunes, if you're on iTunes, you can hit mm-hmm. the little button next to subscribe and you can get a link to share anywhere. So a lot of people have been sharing stories on Instagram. That's awesome and tagging us. But if you could do it on Facebook, if you could share it on other places on the internet, that would be great. Share it with a friend, email it to them. Let's get the word out and mm-hmm. impact one million families. We love you. We care about you. And we're so thankful you're on this journey with us. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. We wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, Isaac and I release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you and your spouse to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. It's an incredible program where we cover everything from obedience, training, to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's an incredible community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentorship program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.